So we're talking about gas prices here, and uh, interestingly enough, just a couple of minutes ago, there was a release uh, in terms of the results, earnings results are coming out this week, right? So Imperial Oil has released their second quarter profit results. Listen to this. Imperial Oil recorded a meteoric rise in profit in its latest quarter amid soaring energy prices and higher production. The Calgary-based company says its net income in the second quarter, second quarter now, three months, $2.41 billion, more than six times higher than what they saw in 2021. Six times. So, uh, obviously, there's some profit in the, in the price of gas and other things, of course, but um, that's part of it. Now, the good news is the price of gas has been coming down uh, in the province of Alberta. Larry says 158 in Coaldale dropped 20 cents overnight yesterday, 30 cents in the last two weeks. It was 189 before Kenny asked for the investigation. Getting re- Logan says it's it's below $1.50 in Medicine Hat. So there you go. Um not long ago, 179.9, at least 189.9 was uh, pretty common. Now in uh, Edmonton, the average is 164. In Calgary, it's 169. That's a pretty sizable drop. And there's been plenty of speculation, as Larry said, that immediately following the Premier calling for the Competition Bureau of Canada to look into this, prices started to come down. Now, there's no shortage of people claiming the two are very closely related, and it's all a market that is, well fixed is what the premier is saying there's collusion involved so um will this investigation lead to anything will it go anywhere we're going to chat with jennifer quaid a university of ottawa associate law professor uh jennifer thanks so much for your time i appreciate you joining us well thanks for inviting me shay yeah so to start this conversation for as long as i've been buying gas as long as i can remember people have always talked about price fixing they've always talked about collusion you know all these stations raise their prices at the same time drop them at the same time there must be something going on but as long as they've been talking about it has there ever ever been a finding of collusion or price fixing in our country is this something that's ever been proven and punished well there is um, but you're right that in general, uh, there have been, I think, more investigations than anyone probably knows into into this phenomenon because people notice probably more than anything else they buy, they notice yeah. gas prices, and so they pay attention. And people really uh, get upset when they when they start seeing uh, movements that you know seem suspicious. So it's very public. There is a there is a you know was a fairly high profile investigation done. Um, in the, I guess it's in the early teens of, uh, you know, sort of from 2011 on or there are thereabouts in Quebec. Um, however, what, what needs to be understood about that investigation is that, um, it was regional. So it was restricted to an area, uh, sort of southeast of Montreal. And it was an agreement, uh, a system of sort of, um, let's say coordinating prices, um, among, uh, sellers. So retail okay. gas stations. And yes, it was proven, but the big thing that needs to be um, uh, remembered here is that uh, somebody came in and ratted, like it always starts that way. Someone comes in and, and sort of, you know, gets cold feet or whatever, and that allowed them to get wiretaps. And the wiretaps are what allowed them to prove that there was actually communication designed to, you know, coordinate prices. So it was quite unusual in, the, in that regard because they got really great evidence. And that's what we're talking about here with the Competition Bureau of Canada. They're not going to have anything to do, nor do they care, in terms of what a gas station wants to charge for a price of uh, the price of a, a liter of gasoline. They can set whatever price they want to set. They can only look into if, as you say, a group of stations are getting together and actually 
conspiring to fix the price, correct? That's right. Yes, we don't have any uh, minimum or maximum prices set for uh, for selling gasoline subject to whatever taxes or other compulsory charges there are. So when this Competition Bureau of Canada, the call from the Premier comes in, what are the uh, what, what, what happens? I mean, is, it, is there any likelihood they'll even be looking into it? And if so, what would they look into? Well, you know, I, I'm, I don't know exactly what's happening in this particular case. But in general, you know, when they receive a complaint, uh, they will look into it and they will take it seriously. But, you know, as you mentioned, there have been many uh, kind of complaints of this nature brought in. And so, you know, they've developed a little bit of, how shall I say, an ability to look at these complaints to see whether there's there's going to be much to investigate. Yeah. And, and I mean, some of the things that, that they know now is that, you know, in, a, in an industry where, you know, prices are so visible and so obvious, it may not necessarily be the product of an express agreement. Um, prices may just be following each other because, you know, market players are paying attention to what others are charging and they may have similar costs and similar, you know, cost structures. Now, that isn't necessarily the case all the time. But so there are some characteristics about this industry that make it maybe a little bit easier to to notice what your competitors are doing and to follow without the need to agree. We call this conscious parallelism. It's a real thing. Um, but that, you know, I think the Bureau would probably at least do some preliminary inquiries, but they, they've gotten they've gotten a little more reluctant to sort of go gangbusters into this kind yeah. of investigation because they've looked at it so many times and not really found anything. And it and, and like to try and actually determine wrongdoing as to what they can look into, the bar is so high by the sounds of it, Jennifer. I mean, it's really tough. Well, I mean, uh, Section 45 of the Competition Act, which is the provision under which, you know, a price-fixing investigation would be brought, in my opinion, is a is a is a is a true criminal offense. So it requires proof of an intent. You know, you can't just say what would someone ought to have done or whatever. It's a it's a very high bar. And you to find that evidence, as I said, the Quebec case is sort of exceptional because they were able to catch people saying things on the phone. But typically you don't have that kind of evidence. People don't write down their conspiracies. They don't you know they're they're careful about that, right? So finding the evidence may be a big problem. If indeed there is an agreement, and of course, you know, you have to have some ability to figure out whether there's an agreement, and it may be very difficult uh, if everyone keeps, you know, keeps quiet and doesn't say anything. Yeah, very, very difficult indeed. Um, Jennifer, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us.